is the sex? I mean, we already touched on the fingers being very <laughs> long, but like, how is the sex? It is the best. Wow. Like, once you go alien, you will forget Earthman. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, it's telepathic as well. Um, it's it's so powerful. Like, he can't fully touch me with his full being because it would kill me. It's so powerful. Wow. <laughs> sex is that powerful. The like the the climax is so powerful. Like. Every, you know, like every time, every time we do it, like, I never know. Am I really going to wake up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's worth that. Greetings, Star Season. Welcome to a, cl- a cosmic journey, the comedy podcast about science and spirituality, where we discuss everything in the universe from the physical to the metaphysical. I'm Demi Wild, and I'm Jay Maceo. Uh, this week, we've got cosmic news stories like how a Florida man went on a drug fueled rampage just hours after getting married, <laughs> or how a man in Bosnia built his wife a very unique dream house as a testament to his love. Yes, and on our YouTube channel Monday, you can catch Cosmic News in video format. And on Wednesday, you can catch my Cosmic Insights, where I'll be talking about how to handle fear. So be sure to subscribe. Do that. Do that. Also, later on the show, we take a deep dive into a black hole. Splash. Discuss alien romance with our guest, Abby Bella. We do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. We're both very excited. I know. We've been having a really good day today interviewing people. This is yes. like a really fun uh, interviews coming up. Um, but I feel like it's been a fun week. It truly has. It really has. Uh, what's been going on with you? Well, I had a show, which you came to. Yes. Thank you. And I, wait, can I, well, you, you've yeah. mentioned it. I met man friend i met uh your man friend <laughs> yeah that is awesome yeah i like i and i mean not that my opinion matters but i like approve 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 like, thank you yeah thank you. uh y'all are cute uh i know it's too early to talk about what no me oh you <laughs> i know it's talking it's, it's too late to talk about uh my 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 friend we're my we're too late to talk about my it's complicated mm-hmm. but I see it moving in a, in a good direction. Yeah. Uh, and if it doesn't work out, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I had the, I uh, had that. Uh, I'm also, you know, getting started in a, I have side hustles, you mm-hmm. know, at this and at music and I have the insurance and I'm getting started in a, a sector of insurance, which I think is needed because I was doing one that was like kind of not needed. Yeah. Uh, so and what was it you were doing before? Uh, I was doing, this is going to be this boring part of the show. So I was doing life insurance and I was doing oh, mortgage that's right. That's right. That's stuff, right. mortgage uh, insurance, yeah, which yeah. is pretty much just life insurance that pays the mortgage in case somebody dies. Yeah. Which, I mean, people, some people need that, but it's just like when people like signed, you know, gave us a lead for that, 
they probably thought they were looking at for something to do with their house, like their loan yeah. or something. So when the housing crisis is crashing, it's probably not an ideal thing to get at the moment. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, I think there's old people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean for the uh, for Medicare <laughs> yeah. thing? Yeah, no, that's good. And people need it. And it's one of those things where if they can get a better plan, they can get a better plan. Yeah. If they can't, then like you can tell somebody, congratulations, you're in the best shit already. Well, but the, w- without saying shit, but you'll probably help my mom on Monday. So I hope so. Yeah. Um, this week's been good. What have I done this week? What you doing? Um, honestly, not a whole lot. I started reading a little bit more. Um, so I, 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 Pulled out a couple of books because I, I had this really bad habit of buying books and not reading them. Nice. Um, but I pulled out a couple of books that I've had like kind of like on tap for a while that I've wanted to read. Um, I started off reading The Gonzo Way, which was like actually a gift given to me uh, by a friend of mine. Hi, Brittany. Um, but I haven't been able to read it. But it's like this big. It's not like a huge book or anything. So it's a good thing to kind of like start reading Finally. off it. And it's about the life and life and times of um, uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. Yeah. You know how that is? The writer. Yes. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Depp's character. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was hoping you were going to like ask me something like really, like one day you're going to put me on the spot like with something <laughs> that's basic that I should know. Yeah. And uh, might not know it. <laughs> but I find it really good. I, I, I think I did three chapters last night. Pretty good amount for, for one night. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I, I will say I did watch two things last night as well. I watched uh, Rihanna's uh, fashion show, Savage Fenty. Ooh. Amazing. Uh, they did a really good job this year. And then I also watched, uh, finally, The Closer. Okay. Did oh, yeah. That, there's a lot of talk about that. LA. There's a lot. And I had a lot of thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to like really inform myself afterwards, like what, what the... Um, leading up to this was like kind of a, a, a thing i feel like i called it last time or last week mm-hmm. where he was doing this kind of like in retaliation to the criticism that he had before and i feel like comedy as a whole is one of those places where it's it's one of those weird places where where everything's kind of like up for grabs it, it's like it, it's it's nothing's off limits it's it's a free state like this is a free country people can say whatever do i agree with everything he said no but at the same and there's a lot of like really really off the cuff things that that he said that i was really kind of like whoa like whoa he went there yeah but you know it it wasn't just about you know it was about everybody i mean he he had jewish people he talked about black people white people women uh trans gay everybody everybody was in there through and one abortion joke right there at the end too this is what it's funny because I'll, I'll say my definitely looks at it. And I, like I told you before, there will be people that will call what happened a masterpiece. Yeah. And I don't think I'm one of them, but there will be people that call it a masterpiece. Yeah. But they won't call it one of his funniest. No. Uh, I think there are times in there where he wanted to make points rather than be funny. Yeah. And that was apparent. There was, you know, ep- you know some of the jokes he told even the audience didn't like, which yeah. I've never seen at a Chappelle show before. Yeah. Like there's, a, there's a, um, a, a two ladies, one has glasses and uh, I think one, one, either her or the other one has like either white or purple hair or something, yeah. but they're sitting kind of in the center, maybe. With the ears? 
maybe one of them was wearing like ears or something i think i think i remember seeing these girls yeah they're sitting like five rows back or something not too far and they're laughing in the beginning and then as he goes on to you know to to say say some of his jokes that you know target certain people they stop laughing and the show was no longer funny to them this is what i'll say one of the things i loved about Chappelle before was he talked about race in a way that didn't sound like you know oh poor black people poor us he talked about ridiculous things that everybody did including black people yeah and i think the tone and the way he talked about things this time was a little bit more aggressive than i'm used to from him and it seemed like he went out from being that guy to like a sniper and seeing like, oh, I'm going to hit these, you know, this and this and this. Yeah. Uh, I have friends that are, uh, you know, non-binary and trans that thought that this was completely out, you know, disrespectful. I know people in, you know, those communities who thought it was just funny. Uh, But yeah, I have, I just, I'll say this. There were certain parts of it where it was hard to watch for Mm -hmm. me because I've respected, I've met Chappelle in real life. I, I respect, I've respected his comedy for so long, but I just think this one, I don't know, I don't know how to put it. I just, there, there was some, I'll say this, that there were some parts that were really funny. There's some parts that were not funny. None of it was boring. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was parts that were intentionally unfunny. Like it was like he was really trying to gun for like certain things here, and but also set the tone like that first joke with, with you know space Jews like he he set the tone he goes no it's gonna get worse like he he knew what he was doing he's a smart guy yeah he knows exactly what he's doing and not only that he also knows that negativity gets attention and so yeah what he's staying relevant that's part of it. Yeah. He said, this is going to be my last one for a while. Like it's like, I'm, I'm really going to go in this time. And there were some points that, you know, he, he was talking about, you know, turfs. And I was like, this is not, not good. He was like defending JK Rowling, which was like really kind of messed up. But then, um, but then when he actually goes into the story about how his friend Daphne uh, was defending him on Twitter and uh, then for weeks, she was like attacked on Twitter by the LGBT queer community. And then she ultimately committed suicide because of that. It kind of like rung a bell with me where, you know, a lot of like, you know, and don't get me wrong. I'm like, I'm absolutely like a, a, a supporter of, of the queer community, no matter what shade, Use the queer gender, what have you. So am I, but I see things from both perspectives. Yeah. I see things from both perspectives here. Um, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of like yeah like like we as defenders of good uh can be a little bit too we we have some blind spots too you know and there was a whole conversation about that he or points that he made several uh, over like you know the the progress that the lgbtq community has had over the past 40 years versus the lack of progress the black community has had and i think that's a whole different conversation there's a whole conversation about PC culture. There was a whole conversation about gender, a whole conversation about race. Like he had a lot of things in there that I think there was, there was a little bit of like venom in, 
Yes, for sure. yes. There was a absolutely. bit of there was a bit of venom in. Yeah, and a lot that it almost like he had been holding back on stuff for a while. Yeah, because yeah, there was an attack. I mean, it's like he's always been, even though he's he's been pro black, but you know, you know, made jokes about things that black people do. Yeah, but it seemed this time it seemed like he was just attacking it seemed like he was attacking white folks that you know yeah. at some point like there were some even you know through jokes you know even stuff that was you know that, that were made to be jokes it just seemed like he was just coming from a place that i've never seen him come from yeah i mean i think he was coming from a place of hurt to be perfectly honest because you know where people are hurt hurt people hurt people yes i and, love that and yeah. so it's it, it was very apparent you know like the death of his friend really hurt him or you know having spent the last year seeing black people get murdered on the internet has been you know obviously triggering for a lot of people so there's a whole conversation about this that one point that i think i'll, I'll tie this up nicely here he 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 mentioned one time that it, this really stuck out to me he said empathy uh goes both ways yeah and i think that's something that really needs to be taken account of on every side yeah uh, on every side I, I agree with that we talked about that a little bit in the uh insight last week yeah yeah, yeah. i i think that you know yes we can get into a, a bubble of self-righteousness and, and defending good things but at the same time that also kind of puts us in a bubble and takes us out of the things that we should be kind of discussing openly yeah yeah but anyways i did want to give a little update on that that it was i think it was a good special i think there was just a lot going on in it that that definitely required some more kind of like understanding for me too because i had to look up who daphne dorman was yeah and it's funny i followed her on twitter before he went to the part that she uh that she uh, can i say it well it, it happened that in she committed suicide, committed suicide. Yeah. yeah you yeah. said it already yeah but so i followed her and i was like oh she hasn't tweeted for a while and then like he you know came out with that so yeah, yeah so I, I think that was a piece of it that had been left out of a lot of like the think pieces from you know uh them or or, or stuff like they kind of like disregarded that completely where you know they you know we had a an actual point in the death of a person uh uh you know it, it's that part goes unnoticed i feel and it's easy to attack the artist versus for the art but at the same time what part do we have to play in this mm. you know it's just a think piece you know i'm i'm not defending or you know whatever it's it's just a thing to think about yeah yeah anyways um i feel like i haven't watched much noteworthy uh recently i've finished bojack horseman uh a couple of weeks ago i just went, ran straight through that i didn't want to watch it but uh my man friend had it <laughs> had it on when we were this hanging out be a, this is gonna be a thing man friend is gonna be a thing yeah but it had it on when we were hanging out and we didn't really watch it that much <laughs> it was like it's on in the background as you do and then i started watching the next couple of episodes so i finished it then came back and watched the first few that were on when we were here yeah uh but yeah so i finished that and then after that i was like there's not much i never i don't want to never mind, i don't want to talk about it because i haven't gone through the whole season of uh, another show well, oh, I, I mean, I've watched a few episodes of Sex Education. It's really good. Oh. But I, I told myself, it is Halloween month. I need to watch at least some really good scary movies. Wait, did we talk about this last week? Did we talk about 
uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 last week? Yes, we did. We did, okay. Yeah. I know it's on Amazon, so I should watch that, actually. Okay. I should rewatch that. If I, have I think you have to pay for it on Amazon, but I watched it on my site. Then we, uh, Manfred and I, watched the original Nightmare on Elm Street mm. uh, uh, just a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're on a scary movie Freddy kick. Yeah, I have I have a list of ones that I wanted to see. There was a few that I, I want. Well, one was um Before I Wake, which is a story about this kid who manifests stuff in his dreams, but also manifests stuff in his nightmares. So Ooh. like it's real life. I his dreams become real. I want to that that sounds good. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. yeah. Well, update that later on with our movie club that we're starting, apparently. <laughs> um, should we get into the astrology forecast? Yes, let's do it. I'm literally typing in before I wake, so I won't uh, forget it. There you okay, go. so let's do that. Um, so unfortunately, I forgot my tarot cards this week, so I might have to insert this later on. Um, or I might just do it on TikTok or something. We'll see. Um, so the channel message of the week is deeper and deeper. Yes. I feel like this week has a lot of like potential to really kind of go ham on our introspection and really understanding where a lot of our uh, internal progress is being made, where a lot of our internal thoughts are being um, triggered or uh, even, um, what's a better word for, for triggered? Uh, oh, I, Provoked. I had uh, okay. provoked yeah that's whatever um so yeah this i think this week has a really big opportunity for that so uh, we have a lot of movements going on this week so mercury retrograde officially ends on monday thank god um this retrograde was trying for so many of us it has finally come to an end communication intellect and electronic equipment should be on the mend confusing things within our own lives can become more clear as well i think one big thing that happened during this retrograde was my car breaking down oh yeah yeah <laughs> like literally like a week after it started it was like boom car fucked up took it to the um took it to the shop and they're like, well, yeah, your transmission's gone. So I'm like, oh, okay. So not this again. I've already replaced it once before. Oh. So I said, you know what? Fuck this car. I'm, I'm done. I don't want to put any more money into this. And I literally had someone come pick it up. So it seems like they would have, like the old place would have fixed it for you again. Yeah. It was because the, uh, the, warranty the warranty that mm. i got a used transmission on it which they said you shouldn't have done that I paid the 300 dollars more i'm like i didn't fucking know that i didn't expect it to break down eight months you know mm. and so granted um the, the, the warranty had like just ended like a month prior so oh, it was geez. like all right cool well sol here we go you're out of a car and that's fine i i don't need the extra bills truly at this point at this point um, but on that same day, October 18th, Jupiter retrograde ends as well. So Jupiter comes out of his four month long retrograde the planet of expansion, abundance, and luck will finally be heading forward, meaning we can experience an overall sense of things looking up for us and our overall capacity to understand things as they are expanded. Bloop. Bloop. Um, October 20th, we have a full moon in Aries. Um, yeah, the full moon will be shining within the warrior sign on this day. So our passion, instincts, and boldness will be heightened. Think about what you want to accomplish and go for it with full force. Take, take risks and be assertive in your desires. Think to yourself, what is one way that you can take out charge of an aspect of your own life this week? Ooh, 
Is that a question to me? That's a question to you, yeah. Uh, I can take charge by, but I've started to take charge by taking this uh, new job opportunity seriously, Mm -hmm. reaching out to more people and setting an an actual schedule uh, rather than like, oh, I'm like setting a schedule to where during these hours, what I do is call or have appointments. Yeah. I think um, one thing that I did do today, but I will continue to do next week is um, I actually followed up, emailed my, that job interview that I had, because mm-hmm. I still haven't heard a damn thing from them, which is kind of odd because they said that they would, I would hear back by Friday last week or Monday this week, and oh. it's Friday the following week. Um, even still, I even emailed on Tuesday, I think the, the girl, the first girl I interviewed with and mm-hmm. still didn't hear back from her. So I don't know what the holdup is. I think Mercury retrograde is striking again. Communication might just be slow at this time. Well, we're sending you, uh, we, the Royal, we, the Royal, we <laughs> sending you, you know, positive, you know, work, abundant work vibes, good vibes. If I don't get this, that's totally fine too. There is something better coming along. So, um, finally, Scorpio season. Scorpio season on October 23rd, we are diving deep into the dark depths of Scorpio season. Diving deep into the dark depths. Splash. Look at that. Look at that. Alliteration. <laughs> right. Uh, Libra season has come to an air or hasn't a oops. <laughs> Libra season has an air of superficiality about it, whereas Scorpio season is all about deeper understanding of our emotions, fears, and our obsessions. Mm. Now's the time to get rid of the things that aren't real and be encouraged to keep asking deeper, more probing questions. And it's no surprise that Halloween comes during Scorpio season either, so beware. Paranoia and fear can be expanded as well. Boo! We're going to be talking about fear later. Boo! Oh, yeah, actually. Sure. Um, Finally, into the aspects, we just have two here. Um, on October 18th and 20th, due to the retrograde, we're kind of doing a double take this this week. A double dose of Mercury forming a trine to Black Moon Lilith, meaning that there will be harmony between our communication, intellect, and our instinctual lower natures. Both signs are in air signs, which bodes well to any level of expression or learning we can manage from understanding our innate impulses, as well as taking in any and all information in a positive or balanced way. An urge to break free and experience something new and exciting may underlie our motives as well. Finally, on October 19th, back to 19th, Mars, Trine, Jupiter. More air energy will be feeding our first, uh, our thirst for knowledge and expanding our consciousness within this harmonious aspect. Energy levels will be at a higher than usual level. So taking some in time, some time in sort of why do i have such a hard time reading my own writing energy levels could be at a higher higher than usual level so taking some time uh, in some sort of physical activity could benefit relieving any mental tensions Uh, i think i need to do more yoga this week for sure because i really failed on it this week um so definitely need to do some more consistent body work next week oh yeah can i just say this before this yeah uh i forgot the thing i also did was I bought a new scale that it's it's Bluetooth that connects to my phone. So this scale uh, tells me not only my weight, but my body fat level. I'm, I guess I'm 12.6% right now. Because uh, if there's a, a sensor on it, and it goes through one of my feet, up my body, through to the other foot, tells me uh, what my water level is, what my metabolic age is. Yeah. It tells me, it tells me a lot of stuff, yeah. 
I don't know if this is good or bad for you. <laughs> Neither do I, but I know your relationship with, with no, with, but I, but I, now I can, you know, even uh, now it's so funny. Sometimes I can get glued to a number on the scale, mm-hmm. but it, it'll be interesting to see even if that number goes up or stays the same and the body fat goes down. So what does it use to actually scan you? It, your body? It's, it's these little uh, infrared. I don't know what it is. It's just, I put my feet on it. I put my feet there. There are four little dots. There's one, two, three, four little dots. Uh, and you put your feet, each foot on two dots. If I put my dick on it, can it tell me how dick, big my dick is? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> This bitch is dirty. <laughs> Let's get into the news, shall we? It's been another episode of Dirty Hose. Starring <laughs> Demi. Uh, Find a new podcast, Dirty Hose. Right? Uh, so, something's gone on. Uh, we talk about space a lot. Uh, a Russian actor, director, and cosmonaut enter the International Space uh, Station Tuesday, where they will st- stay nearly two weeks to film the first full-length movie, shot in space Ooh, i think the next one will be with tom cruise i think because we have we covered this before uh this one i think is is this, this is a new? russian movie yeah but tom cruise is uh, oh we did with, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be in space he's doing tom cruise in space yeah space tom cruise but uh <laughs> they these they've done it uh so uh there's a cosmonaut and his name is scott uh he piloted the uh soyuz spacecraft uh, entered first and followed uh by yulia uh per paris led uh and director uh kim shipenko uh do you like how i put the phonetics in there i do like that i really appreciate it. you have no idea how much i appreciate that the russian crew is going to film for uh 10 days and they're going to be up there for 12 days wow uh interesting as they approach the space station uh, the automatic docking system may have failed. So Russian controllers ordered uh, them to perform a docking manually. Don't, don't. Uh, uh, that's you're going to make a docking joke. Uh, oh, this, you missed that one. Sam missed that one. The film will be the first uh, feature shot uh, on location in space. It tells a story of a doctor who is dispatched to the space station to save the life of a dying cosmonaut. So uh, this should be very interesting. Uh, most of the filming will occur in uh, in the Russian portion of the space station, but a small part will be filmed on the U.S. side. Hmm. So NASA said the Russian movie mission, uh, while led by a Russian state space agency, will clear the way for expansion of commercial space opportunities to include feature filmmaking. So we're going to see uh, looks like a lot more of this, a lot more real filming in space, such as Tom Cruise. No. I want to go back to the docking here for a moment. Of course you do. Is this is this a real thing? Do you guys do this? Oh, that dock. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, the guys probably try a lot of things. Straight guys, I assume. I assume. You, wait, you think straight guys would try docking? Yeah. Maybe actually. <laughs> Maybe they are experienced. Like if they are young sure. and experienced, yeah. If they're like seventeen year olds, yeah. In gym class. Hey, good. Let's put our dicks together. 
Yeah. Never mind. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Um, fun facts. Okay, so one of my favorite talk- topics to talk about on this podcast is bears. Yes, we had a bear th- thing last week. We did, yeah. So I found this article about um, the intelligence level of bears. I found this thing, actually, um, I think I follow this thing on, on Instagram, but it led me down this rabbit hole of other stuff to find. And apparently bar, bear, bars, bears, bears are really smart. Really? But also really clumsy. So I didn't know either one of those things. <laughs> yeah. How can they be smart? Because aren't you supposed to, if you uh, make yourself bigger than the bear, if they, uh, they come at you? It's like, oh, no, this human is standing up. Uh, with his arms stretched out. I guess he's bigger than me. So there's certain levels of intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's cognizant intelligence. There's aesthetic intelligence. Many different kinds. I will go into them more here. Okay. So bears are one of the most majestic creatures found roaming around in the mountains. These handsome animals blend stunning good looks with impressive resourcefulness, power, and occasionally violence. As smart as these animals are, they are also known for some less intelligent things. They are terrified of dogs, <laughs> they, which weigh hundreds of pounds less than they do. Bears get hit by vehicles quite regularly, and they frequently get their heads stuck in buckets or containers. But here are some fun facts about bears intelligence levels that you may find interesting. Bears have a very high ratio of brain size to body size, which I guess they just have like a larger bear as compared to their body. Mm. Um, Their navigation skills are superior to those that of humans. Which is duh. I, Everyone uses ways in Google Maps these days. So. Uh, put me in a wilderness. I don't know where the fuck I am. Um, some believe that bears have the ability to interpret some sense of natural beauty. Scientists have observed bears sitting at vista points for hours, just staring at a river or mountain views. I think they might be high bears. They might just been... they might have just gotten to a weed patch somewhere. But that's funny to me. Let's just embarrass it in there, admiring the view. (laughs) Admiring the view. They're capable of using tools, sometimes to a stunning level of complexity. I think there's videos on YouTube of a bear using like a hammer, (laughs) which is fucking weird. It's hammer time, baby. I'm a bear. (laughs) Rawr. What was that? I don't know. I I guess bears wouldn't sound like that. That was a little bit. um... Mm, I'm a bear. What's his name? Never mind. We'll come back to it. Um, some scientists believe bears possess a level of self-awareness where they can recognize their own reflection as well. Oh, shit. Oh, that's me. That's just me. We ain't tripping. It's just me, guys. Bears grieve one, one another. Cubs have been found grieving a mother's death and cry when separated from one another. Which is kind of sad. Um, and then finally, they can also smell food from miles away, and they have excellent vision. I did know this one before. I didn't know. I knew about the smelling food. But. Mm-hmm. Some believe that they're like when you're actually camping, you um, have to hang it. Otherwise, they'll get it. They can smell it from miles away. You Some, have to hang it. You have to hang it in the tree, yeah. Otherwise, they, they can get to it because they'll smell it. Can't they climb trees? Not really. Oh. Yeah. How do I climb the tree? Do they have a ladder? <laughs> you just hoist it with a, a, a rope. I'll throw like a rope and then well, can't the bear grab the rope and they can use tools. So <laughs> it's very it's it's I'm trying to like see what's going on here. Okay, so yeah. I, I'm asking too many questions. Some believe they're also the mammal with the best sense of smell. Mm, better than dogs? Better than dogs, yeah. Did I say dogs? Dogs. dogs. Finally, what do we always say? 
don't fuck with bears. Don't fuck with bears, baby. Mm-hmm. That's bad news. Mm-hmm. Bad news, Browns. Uh, bad news, bears. Bad news, bears. Yes, that's right. Uh, so a man. Uh, well, he's in North Carolina. He a man ended up winning uh one million dollars. He got a one million dollar wedding gift for uh from himself when he brought bought a scratch off lottery ticket four days after his wedding. Uh, Michael Abernathy of Lexington told North Carolina education lottery officials he uh, visited the sheet store in Lexington four days after his wedding and bought uh, a $30 millionaire maker ticket that earned him a $30 prize. Abernathy said he decided to ride his lucky streak and bought two more of the same ticket. The last ticket he scratched uh, turned out to be a big winner. Uh, the winner and his bride uh, visited the headquarters to collect the prize. Abernathy said his winnings will fund a honeymoon trip to Florida next year and allow him to pay off some bills. Next year, take it tomorrow. You just want a million dollars, right? Shut up. Yeah, I you know I don't know what I would do if I won a million dollars. It's it's funny because I always say probably the same thing I do with money now. You know, the people say it's like <laughs> you to the some degree you do it, you do now. So to all of us out there right now, let's practice good money uh, skills in case we win the lotto. We can, you know, put that money to the same amount of use. You know what I would do? What would you do? Bear security systems. So bears couldn't get you? Bears couldn't get with they smart asses. <laughs> with they smart asses. Um, smart ass so another um, interesting married uh, story here. Why so everybody getting married? I'm not going to give the headline of this way because it's quite a funny story. I actually didn't take any of this out because I needed to read the entire thing. Okay. After fleeing from the scene of an auto crash, he caused a 25-year-old motorist who was married earlier in the day and appeared under the influence, declared all hail Donald Trump before scuffling with Florida jailers who sought to restrain him. Wow. Police charged that Nicholas Ruthenberg was driving the wrong way on the Vero Beach Street late Monday afternoon, Florida, uh, when he struck a vehicle traveling in an opposite direction. Ruthenberg ran from the scene of the crash, which resulted in a hospitalization of the other driver for neck, back, and leg pain. Mm. Uh, Ruthenberg, who was subsequently arrested near the crash site, was acting erratically and appeared as if he were under the influence of an unknown substance. Upon arrival at the county jail, Ruthenberg declared all hail Donald Trump while failing a series of sobriety tests. Uh, His blood alcohol level was zero and prompting police to ask him for a urine sample to determine the presence of chemical or controlled substance. Uh, As a cop prepared the urine test, Ruthenberg started to take his pants off and then spread his buttocks, during which time he placed two fingers inside of his anus. Whoa. (laughs) Two fingers? Two. I mean, did he? That's two more than I can fit in there. With, with without any lubricant, <laughs> without any lubricant or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> how could you? Never mind. Yeah, I mean, well. After later agreeing to undergo a drug evaluation, Ruthenberg began acting erratic again and was out of control, leading jail personnel to again restrain him with handcuffs. His behavior, which investigator concluded was consistent with someone under the influence of some kind of stimulant, as a who knows what it was I mean, maybe bath salts i don't fucking know bad salts i have bad a friend salts. that always talks about bad salts bath salts uh ruthenberg uh was photographed struggling with jail personnel as they sought to take his mug shot he was charged with dui and leaving the scene of an accident causing serious bodily injury 
He was released from county jail Wednesday after posting $2,000 bond. As seen in the nuptial photos posted to Facebook, he was married August 30th, the day he was arrested. Uh, His bride turned 20 that day as well. Oh, very young. According to the couple's marriage certificate, the duo was wed by a clerk at the Indian River County Courthouse in Vero Beach, which Ruthenberg will return October 1st for his arraignment. Funny, the crash was like right a block away from the courthouse where he just got married at. Wow. Was he, I wonder, was he still in his suit? Yeah, a, fl- a few blocks from, from... Oh, a few blocks. Was he still in his suit? Oh. <laughs> a few blocks from the courthouse where he was just married. Oh, he was just married. Okay. So he lives about 15 miles from Vero Beach and is a registered Democrat. According to Florida voter records, uh, this email address that he also provided when registering is ifarted69 at gmail.com. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so so he's very mature very mature yeah loves donald trump yeah loves bath salts as he's, well he's a democrat for for trump yeah democrat for trump yeah bath salts. <laughs> <They're salty. clears throat> the two fingers though yeah the two fingers i mean would me. you have to like you know first or something like no not if it was a shitty hole ew <laughs> why did i just do that <laughs> why did Mm-mm. i do that Oh, mm. why did I just say that? I need a bath, baby. Mm. Mm. I, need, I need a shower. I need a shower, baby. Mm. I don't know. I'm talking like a crackhead. Uh, <laughs> or they don't even know a crackhead. So I like that. That's the, uh, we bring up Chappelle again. That's Chappelle's version of a crackhead. <laughs> sign the treaty, baby. Mm. That's where it's from. Yeah, yeah sign yeah, the treaty, baby. Crack face, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a, that was a, a, a Tyrone Bigham's. Tyrone Bigham's at, Tyrone Bigham's actually talking. Oh yeah. Talk like this. Oh, Can I have right. some crack? That's right. Um, so it's a different crackhead, but uh, so uh, there's another story. Uh, this man does something uh awesome for his wife. So a family house in a small town in northern Bosnia is on its way to a monument. It, it's in its own way. It's a monument of love. Uh, so the house was designed and built by 1777, excuse me, 72 year old uh, Vojin uh, Cusick uh, with a bright and green, bright and green metal roof. <laughs> now, the, the cool thing about this is this house can rotate a full circle to satisfy his wife's changing desires as to what she would like to see when she looks out the windows. Actually, I apologize. I think that was bright green walls and a red metal roof. I don't oh. know why it says bright green, red metal roof. That doesn't make sense. Well, it was, I think yeah. that was my fault. It's all right. Well, uh, many years ago when, the, uh, when they were married, uh, he had built another typical house for himself and his wife in which they raised their children. At the time, the wife wanted bedrooms to face the sun, but this means the living room faced away from the road. He says his wife uh, complained that she could not see people entering from the front yard and Cusick had to remodel everything. The man did not go to college for engineering, but his design uh, for the rotating house, he did it all by himself. He made the entire house rotate by using electric motors and the wheels of an old military transport vehicle that he had found. Can you talk about for a moment, building a house only to have it criticized later on mm. by the wife who wanted the house built. Mm-hmm. And then in order to appease the wife and her critical nature here, she must be a Virgo. Um, he 
then engineered a whole new type of house. A rotating house. A rotating house in order to satisfy. Oh, snap ain't nothing good enough for your ass. Nothing's good enough for you. My God. I mean, that is, must be some powerful love there. Or some powerful sex. I was going to say powerful pussy first, but I said love to cover it up. Yeah. (laughs) Must have been putting it on him. Putting it on um okay final news story of the week we have a pakistani a group of pakistani students plant fifty thousand saplings in 40 seconds breaking a guinness world record mm. uh students in guranwala i did not put the phonetics there created a world record on thursday by planting fifty-two thousand and forty saplings in 40 seconds under prime minister imran khan's clean green 10 billion tree tsunami program Say that 10 times fast. Right. Over 12,500 students, teachers, and civil society members participated in the activity to surpass the record of planting 37,000 saplings in one minute set by India. The plantation drive was carried out along the 14-kilometer greenbelt of GT Road passing through Garanyalawala City. Walla Walla. <laughs> Special assistant to the prime minister uh, on climate change, Malik Amin Aslam, said that Guanwala. Maybe that was better. Has made it to the Guinness Book of World Records by planting over 50,000 saplings in less than a minute. In order to combat climate change, we're planting trees on a large scale for future generations, while certain people suffering from political ignorance seem to be ignorant of this great national task. I will explain why that is. Uh, His remarks came in response to the statement from a Pakistan Muslim League Nuwaz leader, Tafiq Butt pause for effect, <laughs> who had objected to the mass tree plant plantation saying that the large scale tree planting inside the city will create security problems. So we don't want trees in our city. Um, you know, trees. Anyways, criticizing his approach, the uh, sec- secretary assistant to the prime minister, Amin said that during their 10 year rule, such elements raised 70% of the green belt and trees from Lahore. Um, Prime Minister Khan's eco-friendly policies have earned him respect worldwide. The Billion Tree Program in KP was recognized internationally, and now the Premier has launched a 10 Billion Tree Tsunami Program across Pakistan. A few days ago, Prime Minister Imran Khan also said that planting a tree, uh, planted a tree in Miyawaki Forest in Lahore and would be the largest forest of its kind with 160,000 trees. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. Plant more trees. I would love to plant a tree myself had i do we have any dirt here in la barely but if we could i would let's get some dirt baby dirt let's get some dirt get some trees i'll settle for the plants in my house first um as usual you can find links to all these articles used today in today's episode on our show notes located on our website at acosmodirtypod.com if you're watching us on youtube Stay tuned and th- or, thanks for tuning in and be sure to like this video and subscribe for more every week. Do that. And if you're listening to the podcast, stay tuned because after this, we will be joined by our guest, Abby Bella. Yes, we will. We will. Boom. We will. Welcome to the show, Star Seeds. We have a very special guest with us today. We, we have do. Abby Bella. She is a director and actress known for the film Full Bodied and the talk show That Trophy Wife Life. She currently lives in the UK and she has a very interesting abduction story, which has been covered by all that is interesting, the New York Post, and even this show. You can also find her on YouTube. Please welcome Abby Bella. Welcome. Yay! 
Hi, it's so great to be with you guys today. I'm, f- I'm really excited. I love your show. Oh, <laughs> thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. yeah. We're happy to have you here too. I mean, so I covered your your story uh on like the last two episodes ago pretty much and i reached out to you immediately because i wanted to hear <laughs> this firsthand this very interesting abduction story yes. so um before we get into that though we'd like to start things off with like a little uh rapid fire if that's okay with you that's okay cool we start and end with the rapid fire sorry and end yeah <laughs> cool uh so what is your star sign Oh, Scorpio sun and Scorpio rising. Ooh, double, double Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> What's your moon? Uh, Virgo. Oh. oh. Like Madonna. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> Where's your hometown? Sorry? What's your hometown? Oh, my hometown is actually called Sopot in Poland. Oh, wow. Poland. Europe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that yeah, explains like- why you're in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a little uh, resort town, uh, like uh, in the north of Poland. So it's like interesting. You know, um, where is your ideal vacation? Oh, I don't know. Uh, in the stars. <laughs> nice, perfect. <laughs> What's your favorite book? Oh, I have so many. I think it's Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar. If I have to make a statement about That's it, it's a good one. It's a pretty grim one. <laughs> yeah, very grim. <laughs> Um, what's your dream car? Uh, mm, I don't know. Whatever the Adams family drive. <laughs> That's all like the Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what's your favorite season? Summer. Yes. <laughs> what is a strength of yours? A strength of mine is that, um, nobody expects me to, um, I, I have like hidden levels to me, basically. I'm like, you know, Scorpio, Scorpio. Okay, yeah. People nice. don't expect layers. me to be a Scorpio, basically. Layers on top of layers on yeah. top of layers. Gotcha. What's a weakness of yours? Um, I laugh too easily. I always like break character because yeah. I laugh. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, if you won the lottery, what is the first thing you would buy? Um, I buy um houses for my friends nice and if you could have dinner with any three people uh living uh, alive or dead who would you have dinner with oh my god socrates um queen elizabeth the first and madonna (laughs) okay i get madonna but why socrates and queen elizabeth the first Socrates is like my my he's my mascot and um creatively speaking I just it's just I I identify with the Socratic method in a lot of my performances as well and um yeah Queen Elizabeth the first just because uh 16th century England she ruled this country she was a woman you know people feared her I would just like to get some tips from her on how to terrorize people (laughs) <laughs> big scorpio energy i love it i don't know why that was so funny to me socrates why <laughs> why mean? Yeah. yeah um cool so now that we've got that out of the way this is probably the most interesting part that i this is how i discovered you i mean i think i read your thing on all that interesting then i brought it onto the show and then i reached out to you so i want to hear firsthand what is your abduction story and how did you fall in love with an alien Okay, so this is my whole spiel. Um, 
my like my mission in life these days is to convince people that and like you know and not all men right i'm i happen to be cursed with the heterosexuality and that is my dating situation <laughs> and i just i do find it really hard to just date and um relate to men of our species and you know dating is trash basically dating is trash mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. app dating is trash we all know it it's a torture. It's horrible. And I was, you know, I was doing a lot of dating online, um, you know, different, you know, uh, Tinder, Bumble, whatever. Uh, and yeah, the, the men were trash and I was having a really hard time. And because I'm a comedian and I have, um, uh, I, I do like a, a diary of, of my life as a, a, an actor on my Instagram. And I was, I started posting funny videos about, you know, dating aliens mm. because, I reached a point in my dating life where I felt like an abduction by an alien spaceship would be more pleasant than a first date on Tinder. <laughs> I relate. Yeah, I relate. Yes, completely. Not just like, not not just like more spiritual fulfilling, but probably the intimacy would be better too, considering mm. all the probing. So. <laughs> <laughs> The aliens seem to know what they're doing. So I started making these jokes on uh, on my Instagram about how it would be funny if, you know, if I got abducted by aliens. And apparently aliens were watching my Instagram because I connected with my new boyfriend who DM'd me on Instagram. And that's how we met. <laughs> wow. But, te but telepathically, because they're okay. not really allowed to, they're not allowed to, you know, um, communicate with us really. They're only allowed to observe. Uh, they don't really abduct people. You know, all that stuff about alien probing and stuff. It's funny because it's always like straight men saying that. And it's like, did you really want to get probed? Or did you, <laughs> like, you actually get, like, you know, what is the story? But um, yeah, so I didn't, none of that happened. But they did contact me because they do, they do look at Instagram for research. But um, it was kind of on the down low under the radar. He wasn't supposed to be DMing me, but he did. And he was like, you know, I like you. Do you want to meet up? And I was like, I, I you know, I thought it was a joke. But then uh, one night telepathically, I felt like, uh, you know, I should kind of stay up. And I stayed up and I was beamed up onto their UFO. And uh, it was a small crew. Uh, they weren't supposed to be here. They were just finishing a mission here or something. And, um, you know, they don't, um, they've been watching us for a long time. Aliens don't think we're all that great. So it's like a downgrade for them to be dated. It's like not considered like, mm, don't, what are you doing? Like, no, that's not right. So Being down per se. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like, mm, do you, do I like, have to ask you this. Do you mean, uh, was it telepathically or physically were you beamed up? No, I was beamed up physically. The, oh, wow. The, yeah. The okay. communication is telepathic now, but yeah, they beamed me up. Uh, I saw their spaceship. It was a small crew. So it was like their, uh, the, the alien uh, HQ, they didn't know what they were doing. They were like under the radar. It was super not like not um, known. And yeah, he was just like, hi, do you want to like link up? And I was like, I was surprised. <laughs> I was scared because I thought, oh my God, I'm getting abducted by aliens. <laughs> I'm never coming back to earth. But they were like perfect gentlemen. No. Oh. So when, all, when did the yeah. dreams come in? Like, like, cause I remember in your video, you mentioned like, like visiting, getting visitations in dreams. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was having like a dreams about this, um, for like several weeks in the like follow up to it, but it, you know, like you just think, Oh, funny dream. Yeah. And obviously it was like a running joke. So then, um, I just thought, 
wow, aliens have a sense of humor. I guess, you know, I have a chance in the industry. (laughs) At least, you know, I mean, I am big on Andromeda these days, so I don't, you know, I don't know what Hollywood has to say about it, but, um, so they like, he likes, you know, he likes a a funny, intelligent girl. Um, aliens don't have a a gender, how, like how we understand it. So they, they just like take on, you know, whatever spikes my fancy. So he took on the shape of, um, of a dude. (laughs) Any like, you know, particular physicality, like, you know, racial, physical, like what did he kind of take on and what did he wear? Exactly. (laughs) They're like green gray aliens. They're like classical, like this is like Area 51 um, aesthetic, but they were really tall, tall and slender, very long fingers. <laughs> um, what is they, that used for, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is. It's, um, it's like, yeah, there's so much better than Earthmen is all I have to say. okay so what part of the galaxy are they from or what other galaxy are they from uh they're from andromeda so it's the galaxy next to us Mm -hmm. they're our neighbors Mm -hmm. they come here for research yeah do their 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 planet have like a is it a planet is it dimension is it actual planet Um, no it's a planet Okay. Does that have but I, I'm not allowed to say the name of the planet because um, <laughs> if I, you know, they're like, they've seen us at war. They know we have weapons. They just don't trust us. We're just like. Understood. Yeah. You know, Understood. Yeah. they just, they don't want to get, they don't want to, they don't want trouble. They can destroy us in like one second, but they don't want to. But if, if we push them, they might. So I just, you know, uh, for the safety of earth people, I don't want the CIA to know what planet it is. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. And it seems like they must have uh, be able to travel really, you know, a lot faster than we can. Yeah, yeah. He gives like I like I like that because I don't I have a phobia of driving. It's like a weird thing because I'm like highly dyspraxic and dyslexic. So I see I have really bad spatial awareness. I'm so scared to drive. So it's it's convenient when you're late, you know, running to an audition. Like mm-hmm. he just gives me a ride and we're there like this. Wow, really? Yeah. That is awesome. Interdimensional travel is such a great travel. (laughs) It's the perks of dating an alien. Yeah, exactly. So I have to, I have to ask. So how is the sex? I mean, we already touched on the fingers being very long, but like, how is the sex? It is the best. Like once you go alien, you will forget Earthmen. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, it's telepathic as well. Um, it's, it's so powerful. Like he can't fully touch me with his full being because it would kill me. It's so powerful. Wow. <laughs> Sex is that powerful. The, like the, the climax is so powerful. Like every, you know, like every time, every time we do it, like, I never know. Am I really going to wake up? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's worth that. <laughs> Am I going to wake yeah. up? <laughs> in, in the video, did you say something about wanting the intimacy also and how that compared? Uh, yeah, yeah. The alien is very respectful. He doesn't have the prejudices of Earth men. He obviously wasn't raised in patriarchy. Okay. And so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't uh, talk down like, you know, he just doesn't he doesn't do all the things that my ex-boyfriends used to do, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, like internalized um, 
you know, patriarchal moves or, you know, uh, kind of subtle misogyny, things like that, gaslighting, he doesn't do any of that. He doesn't play games. He just wants to please me. He's all love. So mm-hmm. he just says nice things. But the best thing about him is that because he's telepathic, like, because he doesn't speak our language, everything they do, it they do it through their mind so that he speaks to me telepathically. That means he never actually speaks. Mm-hmm. So we don't fight. Because he doesn't talk. <laughs> so he can't say anything stupid, which is good. So <laughs> it's perfect. Does he uh, hear all of your thoughts or just ones that you want to express? That's what I was just no, he's very he's very respectful, just the ones I want to express. Wow, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say it must be very easy to like not come off if they could just read your mind, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's good too, because that way he always knows what I want. The only problem is we, we're trying to get engaged and because he's an alien, he doesn't have any earth money and he wants to get me an engagement ring, but I don't, you know, he needs to, he needs to find a sponsorship deal from like a jeweler or something. Wow. <laughs> maybe, maybe if we get it out there, we'll get like some, you know, like Tiffany's to sponsor us or something. Tiffany's plutonium bangles. <laughs> Trademark it. Mars rocked or something like a rock from Mars. <laughs> Moon rocks. How, how long were you there the, the first time? It was like, that was kind of interdimensional because it, it felt to me like it was hours, but it turned out it was only 20 minutes on Earth, like Earth, Earth time when I came back. Like it was maybe 20 minutes, 15 minutes, but it did seem like it was for hours. So we just, wow. you know, we just talked and had a really nice time. Wow. So time is uh, travels differently there? Yeah, when you're when you're on the spaceship, time starts okay. to travel differently. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking like what if you're going to a different part of the galaxy or a different galaxy period, how is I forget what I'm even going to ask here. Sorry. <laughs> I smoked a joint last night, so I'm like losing my <laughs> losing my train of thought here. Um no, so okay. Okay. Where were the other aliens while you guys were talking? Were they just hanging out? Were they just kind of like in the play, in the room with you, overwatching? It was a little, yeah, it was a little bit awkward. They were like, you know, because it was like a small spaceship, so we just like found a little corner to talk, and they were all like kind of minding their little com- alien computers, whatever, trying not to mm-hmm. look at us. But I could tell they were listening. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to, and it's like I have and a gossiping. This- yeah, aliens gossip a lot. They gossip amongst each other. Wow, I don't like gossip, so I don't. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I like that. Well, <laughs> well they're like, like we gossip. We do gossip. <laughs> it's probably easier if you're just uh, telepathically doing it. It's probably yeah. yeah, yeah. And because because they can't lie, aliens can't lie. They don't have like these like negative Earth traits, so they don't lie. They don't deceive. So all the gossip is positive because every like because they can't lie, so they can't like deceive people. Talk about uh, behind each other's back, but they do gossip amongst themselves, like. News travels fast in the alien world. Yeah. All of Andromeda knew about us by the time I was being back to Earth. Wow. Mm. How many times have you uh, been there on the spaceship? Um, I've been on the spaceship a few times now. Uh, I do. Uh, I try not to use them too much for rides because it's, you know, I don't want it to feel used. But he does give me a ride sometimes. Um, intergalactic travel is more difficult because, you know, it's like millions of years and I would die. So we're trying to not do that for the moment, but we're trying to figure out a way for us to, so that I can visit his planet. Okay. I was just going to ask, have you visited the planet yet? No, not yet because it's, uh, it's just, it's just like too many lifetimes away. 
Yeah. But we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Now you mentioned something about the, and I don't know how much, how far we can get into this, but about uh, the government and not wanting them to know certain things. Are yeah. you, you know, it's, it, I mean, it's funny. I'm, I've, I've, they're starting to talk. You probably have seen a lot about uh, UFOs and UAPs uh, in the news. Uh, they're talking about it now, but someone said, I don't know if this is true or not, but they were, there's a book that's out that talks about how Marilyn Monroe, uh, that the government uh, had a hand in her death because she was going to expose uh, alien secrets back then when, you know, I don't, have you heard about that? No, I haven't. Like, that's a, such a shame. I haven't. Like, I'm going to get into it, though, for sure. I'm going to yeah. post it on my Instagram. Really? There's, a, there's, a, there's a book about it. Yeah. I that's mean, so cool. Was, that's like all the iconic things together. Yeah. yeah. She was connected to JFK when he was president. Yeah. You go you go hand in hand almost. And they, and they apparently, you know, from what they're saying that he told her uh, about uh, about UFOs and that mm. she was just, you know, she wasn't supposed to know uh so mm. wow yeah so I, I i need to look further into that but that was very very interesting to me yeah yeah that is very interesting i i love that story i'm gonna get into it straight away okay well speaking of like the UFO, ufos and uaps here on earth so like obviously this has been a huge thing the last year like you know tons of people have been reporting sightings and stuff what do what does your boyfriend have to say about this like does he know about this does he have any any thoughts on this yeah so first of all yeah we do talk about this stuff and before i continue i just need to give this disclaimer yeah um you know at first my boyfriend like i like he's he's not here at the moment right he's not listening so i'm just gonna say this right he's kind of perfect <laughs> But when we first met, he was like, please don't tell anyone kind of thing. You know, obviously, then I went to the papers because I had to, you know, we have to, we decided to share a story to, um, to fight for interspecies dating rights and stuff like that. But, you know, when we first met, he was like, you know, when you talk about me, don't mention my name. I want the FBI to know stuff like that. Um, It's like, you know, they'll like, they'll want to, you know, just, you know, for my safety, the safety of my family on Andromeda, whatever. And then, you know, like, it's been a few months now that we've been dating and I, you know, if the FBI is watching this, CIA, you know, whoever, like whatever you are, he literally knows nothing. Like he's not that high up. He pretended to know. He does. He, he knows nothing. They tell him nothing. He's just he doesn't have any information whatsoever. OK, he's in- interesting to me because I'm an earth person, but he really mm-hmm. knows nothing. He may have overestimated his importance, you know, on his own planet. He drives a very small spaceship. It's not that high level. <laughs> <laughs> so, I still love him, but I feel a little bit, you know, I know aliens don't lie and all that, but like maybe they tell, you know, little innocent lies and stuff like that. Because it's like <laughs> it was like a lie of a mission kind of thing. Maybe he doesn't know the definition of that. So he he really doesn't know stuff. Um, don't waste your resources, FBI. There's uh, bigger fish to fry. So yeah, so he really doesn't know anything. But um, we do talk about these things. They do come here for research because they're concerned about us and we're their neighbors. Um, and they do get annoyed with people like the, uh, you know, space millionaires because it's like, how should I say this? You know, like when you're like on a busy road and there's busy traffic and there's like, uh, someone learning how to drive. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're blocking the traffic and they're like without an instructor and they don't know what they're doing. It's kind of like that. It's like they're concerned there's going to be accidents. You know, they have to kind of fly around them. It's like 
Sunday drivers, you know, like tone it down a little bit. Just be mindful of other people because it's kind of disrespectful. Oh, they got to activate that, you know, that force field that makes them invisible. You know, it's a whole yeah. thing. It takes a lot of yeah. energy to do that. Is yeah. it? Is it all space travel or like NASA included or would they rather us not explore space? Um, no, they don't mind. It's not like we're getting far with it. Um, they don't <laughs> care. It's it's because and NASA, like, you know, at least they're organized. It's been there for a long time. You know, they know where the little satellites are on their little maps, the, the mm. alien maps. But then, like, you know, they're coming out and there's like, you know, a space millionaire like Bezos who's out there pretending to be a space cowboy. It's just annoying. Yeah, <laughs> I have a ridiculous question about uh, along the same lines. Have you all ever talked about the original 1969 moon landing? Uh, no, actually, um, they do. Um, the aliens are nice and they love us because they're all love, but they they do. Um, there's a lot of like Earth people jokes on their planet. <laughs> you know, I've heard like some Earth people jokes about the, you know, moon landing and stuff like that. Um, it's a little bit, you know, they do look down on that kind of stuff. They think it's cute. They um, we haven't talked about whether it's a conspiracy, like whether it's true or not and stuff like that. But they just think it's cute that a person came came to the moon or, you know, <laughs> but it's just like whatever. <laughs> like yeah we've gone way farther yeah. Way sooner. <laughs> yeah they also one thing he did say is that it's really it's like a joke on andromeda that like every rocket on earth is like you know phallic shaped oh <laughs> the flying saucers are round because their society is more equal and more you know um oh. feminine energy based whereas uh we're like very combative and phallic which is kind of Mm -hmm. Wow! Yeah, they they I never say, thought about that. They say it's air, it's aerodynamic, but that's probably not fully. Yeah, well, also, but it's just like because everything on Andromeda is like you know roundness. It's about like the collective, whereas here it's like about you know phallic being number one individuality. So they just think it's really, really not cute. Yeah, I feel like there's always like I, I feel like there's something to be to be learned with individuality, <laughs> but also in the realm of the collective. Like we can have an individual point of view, but as long as our point of view is kind of like uh, a reflection of uh, help and support for like the people around us. It's, it's I, I fully relate to that. I, I wish earthlings would adopt that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's why I'm dating an alien. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is so awesome. Uh, can you talk about now you said that there was uh i don't know if i can talk about this or not uh, a mark um oh yeah like i felt like i had a little mark but it disappeared after oh, okay mm, okay um and i think i'm not sure if i was allergic i think i might be allergic to a metal in a spaceship wow okay <laughs> yeah i thought it was like a special mark i asked him about it and was like that shouldn't have happened so i think it was just that's just a rash, yeah, it was like a rash. i thought it was love but it was just a rash so oh okay it's happening i thought it was like jewelry. you know like a little little hickey or something but it wasn't it was just a rash <laughs> it's happened to me from somebody <laughs> one time yeah. story of my love life <laughs> truly tender life um so we're going to move on from this alien story as fascinating as it is. Like, I wanted to know how you actually got to the UK. Like what brings you there? Oh, it's, it's sort of a long story. Um, 
I lived, uh, so I went to university here. I got my degree in England in psychology. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I did a degree in psychology and then like, it was like at the height of the um, financial crisis, there were just no jobs here of any interest. So I just, I went to Argentina to teach English and I spent a, um, a few years in Argentina teaching English, living the bohemian life. And then I kind of came back, uh, I got back into acting basically in Argentina because uh, Buenos Aires in Argentina is actually a very uh, big city for acting. So I got back into acting and I came uh, back to the UK. I, I lived in Scotland for a year, a couple of years ago. I did an acting uh, diploma here. Okay. And then I kind of got stuck because of the pandemic because I kind of, I thought I'll come to London for a few months, see how it goes. And then a month <laughs> later we were like in full lockdown could not move like go anywhere so right. that's the story well okay so i mean obviously london i was in london a couple of years ago and like you know it's it's a very big theater place so i mean like theaters yeah. are kind of like opening up finally over there from what i understand like do you have like uh anything in mind what are you auditioning for like I, and there's a lot of like good stuff coming out of of Soho. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's definitely like a very vibrant um, acting community. Because of the pandemic, though, things are kind of slow still. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens for me in London as an actor, because uh, funnily enough, there's not that many parts for people who look and sound like me here. Um, I'm not an English rose, and uh, which is nothing wrong <laughs> with that. Um, I'm more of a weed. <laughs> right. But... <laughs> international you know um daisy so um yeah my career here is kind of like it's it's fun uh and it's fun to audition but it's um it's kind of hard to get through unless you have like a very specific niche so i made a niche for myself as like you know a funny funny girl yeah oh, yeah basically so that's my that's my whole instagram and uh, stuff on imdb is the stuff that i'm doing that's just like comedy yeah okay. yeah yeah i i fully got that from there and that's all stuff that's like in the uk right but the movie yeah the, okay yeah. yeah did you spend like, a lot of time in the united states uh yeah yeah a little bit yeah I, i'm originally from poland i was i'm polish okay. um but yeah i was i was educated in the u.s i went to high school in new mexico Okay. Oh, wow. okay. College there as well, not too far, too far from Roswell as well. That's that's what I was going to so, ask. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> right by White Sands. Um, I I deny nothing and confirm nothing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, actually, I wrote. Uh, speaking of my acting career, I um I'm branching out into politics now. Nice. Okay. Uh, because you know, I've decided that since I am this rep representative of alien, you know, dating and you know, act my acting career being what it is in London. I actually wrote an email to the mayor of Roswell. Really? <laughs> so he's been informed. He didn't respond, funnily enough, but he's been informed <laughs> that, you know, I'm coming after him. Like, I will be the next mayor. Um, but I've given him an, an ultimatum. He can come on my, on, my, on my show, on my YouTube channel, and talk to me about aliens, or I'll see him in the next election as his <laughs> wow. arch enemy. <laughs> so, I mean, so this is, it, I just find your story so fascinating just because you've, you've gone literally, like you started off in, in Poland, yeah. you were in Argentina, you were educated in the U.S., 
now you're in the UK. Like, where next? Like, are you going to be in China next? I mean, please don't go to China because there's a lot of weird stuff happening in China right now. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's kind of yeah. I'm actually looking at like where to go next. I'm really not sure. I I might I'm I might um find myself back in the US in the next year. It's probably maybe we'll yeah. see we'll see how it goes unless the world ends or something. Well, we're in LA. I live yes. in Hollywood. There's always that. <laughs> There's always that. Acting is quite um, uh, 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 fluent here. Fluent. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever word that Plentiful. is. Plentiful. Plentiful. There we go. That's a good Flowy. one. Flowy. Flowy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, LA is not, it, it's it's not bad. I mean, it, every place is bad and good, right? That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. It's I always say I'm, gl- I'm glad I wasn't raised in LA. I love LA. It's yeah. my city. But I'm glad I was kind of raised somewhere else and then got to experience LA. Yeah. Where are you where are you from? Originally Houston, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, I love Texas. I love Houston. Wow. Yeah, I, I haven't really seen it much as an adult. I moved here yeah. at 16. Uh, so most of my life has been uh, here in LA, but I'd like to, you know, one day maybe go back and do Houston as an adult. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Born and raised California. <laughs> um, I started off like small town visalia california moved to southern california when i was 13 i think and then um when i was 21 i lived in seattle for six years and then i came back to la cool how is seattle wet (laughs) everybody says that (laughs) wet woke and worryful <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I, I just think it's a very um it, it's it's a lovely place if if you're into like outdoors and um <laughs> lumberjacks, but um that's Ooh. not exactly my my forte. So I came back <laughs> you say lumberjacks. Yeah, you're yeah, you'll be <laughs> she said <laughs> I might visit there. <laughs> I it, it was great, it was just not my place. Yeah, that's the thing. Like sometimes you just feel like it's just not your like you know like on paper everything is perfect, but you're just not feeling it. Mm, yeah. And I'm kind of I'm really spiritual like that. I feel like certain places like called like certain like just there's some places you're appreciated and like you just feel you have a good vibe, and some places just things don't work out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I have another uh, experience that I had when I was in the UK visiting for a week. Um, with my mom back in 2019, I felt like people were very nosy there. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Like there was a woman I remember where I was writing on <laughs> the tube and uh, this woman was writing on her laptop and this other woman was standing right next to her, like right here, leaning over, reading what she was writing <laughs> fully. And I said, what in the fuck is happening here? <laughs> so nosy. Have you experienced stuff like that there? Yeah, there's a lot of weirdness. I don't want to, I don't want to like give all the dark secrets of like British people away, but there's like, the UK is, is so, there's so many contrasts and so many weird behaviors here. And just so many like I, I love it and I hate it all the time. Yeah, people are nosy. They ask you like all kinds of inappropriate questions, like very personal, uh, like when they first meet you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, like, and also uh, the one thing about the UK for me, personally, they're like, where are you from? And I would say Poland. And they're like, oh, but you don't sound Polish or you don't look Polish. And because there's like um, in Europe, like Polish people, like there's a lot of prejudice against Polish people in the UK. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like, 
but like like Slavic people phobia. So they're like, oh, push people are not good enough. Or like they're coming here, steal our jobs, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So I get a lot of like weird, like really invasive questions. Like, yeah, but what is your, but what is your, uh, where are you really from? Or like, what, what about your parents? Like, where are they from? You know, stuff like, which is like, if you say it in a nice way, like that's fine, but it's just like very like, very intrusive, like straight away. Like it's like an accusation. Like you can't really like, that's not what I expect like you to be if you say that. So there's that. And yeah, people are also, they drink a lot here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Like they meet to drink. It's not like they don't need to socialize. They don't need to have dinner. They just need to drink. And it's like a sports event. It's like the faster, the better, who can drink more, well. who remembers less kind of thing yeah no like you can't go like going on a date here and saying you like i don't know you're on a diet you can't drink alcohol like people look at you like you're crazy oh wow yeah wow they can't date they just like they can't loosen up without it no there you know i've heard that one thing that i've heard a bunch and i've only heard it from british people and other people might say it say it too but uh they'll i've heard people make a statement and then make sure you're agreeing with them like yeah, they're like a real jerk, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, do I have to agree with you? And then if you, yeah. So I've had that happen a couple of times, but I love everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, like, and there's a lot of kind of like, um, yeah, yeah. British people want want to feel like, yeah, like you're like you're agreeing with them. They don't like um, outright conflict. So they don't like to have like outright debates, but it's all like kind of a little bit underhanded sometimes. Mm. But they're also very sweet. And very kind of, in many ways, laid back here. Like, they're very liberal. The one great thing about the UK is that it's quite liberal. Oh. Um, uh, overall, you know, and not very, like, not religious. People just leave you alone. You can do whatever you want. Mm, yeah. You can dress how you like, do whatever you want. Um, there's always going to be prejudiced people who, you know, want to change your mind. But there's just, like, n- n- religious fanaticism isn't really a thing here. Nice. Yeah, I, I do see that. Uh, quite a bit. Although when I was there, there was quite a lot of protests. I'm, I forget what it was about. I think it was something about um, the, the, the Muslim community there or something like that, or like the refugees or something like that. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, there's a lot of like political issues there as well. And especially with like, you know, the things coming out about the palace and all that stuff currently. Mm-hmm it's not free of conflict but at the same time i think it's also a very beautiful place like the 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 architecture was like amazing when i was there oh my god i just wandered around london just like myself for like hours and hours and hours yeah. admiring the statues and the, and the buildings and it's crazy what part of the where you're in london right yeah i'm in east london oh east london okay mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right by the river. Um, it's really like very atmospheric. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love I love the vibe of the city itself. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like eight uh, stops away on on the subway on the underground here uh, from uh, Sherlock Holmes' house. You know, <laughs> like oh wow, it's like, it's like living in a it's like living in a fairy tale. Everything's like magical. Yeah. But yeah, there are many social problems here that many people don't realize. I always joke like about it because like I feel like the UK sells itself. Everyone wants to, I always want to come here. I wanted to like, I just wanted like, I was such an Anglophile. I thought it would be like this fantasy of like, you know, be like Bridgerton or something. But it's just like <laughs> the, the rough streets of London and knife crime and stuff like that. You know, it's not, 
it's not what you think it's going to be really. Well, yeah. I have to, I, I guess I'm the only one who hasn't been, so I have to visit sometime. You do. Yeah. Yeah. You must. It's like, it's, it's so much fun. And the parties like here are insane. The nightlife is insane. Yeah. Final. So we're going to tie it right back in. We're going to come back to the aliens. So (laughs) where do you see your relationship going from here? Obviously you're thinking about marriage, but you know, kids, like what else is going on? I, yeah, you know, with kids, it's difficult because I feel like I still have a lot of my, you know, I'm still developing my career. I still have things I want to achieve. I would prefer to adopt kids. Um, however, because our relationship is a little taboo and controversial, I feel like we could be this like poster couple for interspecies relationships. And mm-hmm. I want to encourage people out there, you know, those people who happen to be in a position where they feel attracted to um, men. Mm-hmm. and have to take them on Tinder, et cetera, you know, to just, I want to encourage those people to maybe try aliens instead. I, I want to empower them. So oh. if we have to have an, an interspecies baby mm-hmm. to like, you know, help this cause, I will take one for the team. Well, fair enough. Well, we're big on manifestation here. And it sounds like you manifested this, uh, this to happen with the, you know, putting it out there. Yeah, I did. I do feel like I did manifest that for sure. Let's manifest something else for all of us. What shall we manifest? Oh, peace on earth. <laughs> That'll never happen. Wisdom to, know, <laughs> wisdom to know what to do with what we already have. Yes, I love that. That's a good one. Let's manifest it. Yes. Manifesting right now. Yes. All right. So before we let you go, we're going to do one final little round of rapid fire questions here. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. okay, you start. Oh, I now I hate that. There's one question <laughs> I always hate to ask. Oh, and now that, I, <laughs> now I'm gonna do it. <laughs> now I have to ask the question. Okay, what's your favorite word? Plan. Oh, plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's an ugly word. <laughs> plan. <laughs> Do you do you eat flan? I've never had flan before. It's like a no. It's just it's just like old Delta joke I saw on Twitter. I, I constantly use it like only flans. Oh, only nice. flans. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Of only flans. <laughs> oh, I, that took me. A I'm second. on it. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get on only flans, so it's just. On. <laughs> um, what's your least favorite word? <laughs> tactile. Oh, okay. What tactile? <laughs> Why? What's so wrong about that word? It's just uh, things like a context. Okay, it's just like uh, it's just it's probably just me, but it's like you know, like on Tinder sometimes a guy says I'm very tactile. Oh, what? The f- I've never. Yeah. Said, what does they even guys mean? Guys say that. <laughs> guys say. Guys say that. Okay. Freaking straight maybe, guys. Maybe just it's a, yeah. Like, maybe it's it's also like boomers as well. Like guys of a certain age say oh, I'm very tactile. And it's just like, it's so creepy to say that. It's like you're in your profile. Don't say that. Like tactile is like, I don't know. It's like, mm, you know, they usually work in school. Yeah. It just, it does. It should belong in the (laughs) dating. It's like, what do you mean? I don't know. It's just, I, so I hate that word because of it because I see it all the time. Maybe it's like a British thing. They just use it like every second Tinder profile. I'm really tactile. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's almost like if you have to write that down then you're not actually tactile <laughs> yeah you have no clue what you're doing with your hands yeah. uh in any sense of the word what turns you on what turns me on kindness oh i like that mm-hmm. what turns you off rudeness oh yes uh what sound do you love 
The sound of the coffee machine in the morning. Oh, yes. That's a good one. <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? Um, I, hate the strong I don't know. Like, dislike. Oh, my God. Um, the sound of an ambulance because it makes me sad because I know someone's in pain. Ooh, I hear you. What's your favorite curse word? Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I would like to be a 19th century consulting detective like Sherlock Holmes. Wow. <laughs> uh, what profession would you not like to do? I could not be a surgeon. I get grossed out super easily. I'd be the worst oh. surgeon in the world. <laughs> I think we've had someone answer that before. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't do blood, so that would never happen for me either. Um, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Yes, I'm a woman. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I like that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we have one final question, and we ask this of all of our guests. Uh, what have you manifested recently? Oh, my God. You know, I have been manifesting. Like, I don't, oh, my God, this is like a whole other show. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I manifested some work opportunities for myself. And, like, I manifested together with my friend. We manifested some opportunities. Nice. Anything you can I say? speak about yet? Sorry? Anything you can speak about yet? No, 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 I can't. But it like, but it came to me and it was like within 24 hours we manifested and, so, and because it's like for another person too. So I can't speak for her, but yeah, we manifested um, some stuff in our life. Nice. Well, amazing. Best of luck to you on that. Um, before we let you go, where can our listeners find you? Um, yeah. So uh, please follow me because I'm desperate, obviously. Um <laughs> But also follow me for some tips and tricks on how to communicate with aliens and get yourself your alien boyfriend or girlfriend um, at Abby. It's Abby Bella uh, on Instagram. Just one word. A-B-B-I-E-B-E-L-A. One L because it's not quite beautiful in Italian. Like it's only one L. <laughs> Hungarian. It's a love down. So yeah, Abby Bella on Instagram. You can find me um, if people can just Google me. Stuff will come up. My website and stuff like that. All the controversial things and all the nice things. So. Yep. And of course, we'll put links to all your uh, information in our descriptions and on our show notes at, at home. Abby, thank you again for joining us. Thank we really you. enjoyed having you. Yes. Oh, it was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. I love the show. And yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on the alien affair. Please do. <laughs> all right, Abby, thank you again for joining us. We'll see you Thanks later. for being Bye. on. Yes, let's hear a joke. What do hookers on Jupiter say to their Johns just after they're about to climax? What? Oh, give me that star seed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know if I know what to do with that. I don't know either. <laughs> Where do we begin? I've been sitting on that one for a while. Wow. I should probably should have kept sitting on it. Yeah. I, <laughs> she read my mind. I was like, keep that one. Uh, but no, it's we love dad jokes here. Uh, so we have a quote. 
Uh, wait, should I go to a quote? Go for it. I'm gonna go to a quote. Jump on it. in it. Jump on it. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know what that's from. Uh, so it's a quote by Eden Abez. The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and to be loved in return. Oh. Let's run it back one more time. It's by Bring Eden it Abez. Uh, the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. That's right. Well, we know what we love here is we love gratitude. We sure do. Who's starting it off? Are you starting it first? I'll time? start it off. Okay. Shard it off. Start, I, I said thought, shard it off. Oh, I thought you said shart. No, I said shart. Should we like... Uh, there's been a lot of poo jokes today. I was about to say this episode was and I'm too heavy. Really, I, that one wasn't intentional, but this is, I'm sorry. And in, 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 at the end of this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't it's know, an adult podcast. I don't know. It. I don't know why I've jumped on the poo train today, but here we go. Um, train we want to be on. I'm grateful for poo jokes. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm grateful for our awesome interviews that we had this morning. Um, we had Abby Bella, obviously, on the show. So thank you for joining us. That thank was you. a really fun time. Looking forward to uh, talking and working with you in the future, potentially. Um, and then next week, we have our friend Devannon on the show. Yeah. Um, so I'm really grateful for our, for our guest. Awesome, awesome, awesome times. I'm grateful for um halloween oh yes yeah i mean i love halloween anyways but i think this year is going to be really fucking cool and then um, i'm also grateful for um the opportunities that the universe is presenting me oh that's some good stuff um i am grateful for uh, all the opportunities that I've gotten to do shows. I mean, I just got asked to do another one in November, another one in December, just a couple of days ago. Uh, so I'm just getting so many shows that I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you came mm -hmm. to, to that. So thank you and brought folks, uh, which was really, really good. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this new direction I had in the nine to five thing, mm -hmm. because I think it's something that's good and something it's something that I can talk to people about something I can make money at and still feel good about myself. Cause yeah. there's, I know the thing that I made the most money in ever doing. I don't know that I felt good about myself. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, I feel like you were like kind of avoiding it. Cause you were kind of like, eh, what is the point kind of situation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think this might be good for you then. Yeah. This was, this is years ago and I don't have the money that I had there, but like, you know, if I can just support myself and, mm -hmm. and support my music, that'll be great. Yeah. Uh, and I'm grateful. How personal am I going to get? <laughs> I'm grateful that I'm that I have tools that I'm learning to chill out a little bit and not be as intense as I would be, especially as it pertains to this man friend thing. Mm -hmm. I think I'm learning how to yeah so anyhow i'm grateful for that i will second that notion just simply because i definitely have the same types of feelings and, and thoughts and a lot of things that i'm still working through to kind of ready myself here later on i'm crazy myself i'm crazy myself but anywho uh you can follow this show on instagram at a cosmic journey pod you can follow the show also on Twitter at a cosmic journal pod. Why? We couldn't afford the EI. 
E-E-Y. E-I. <laughs> or that either. <laughs> that way. I'm Demetri Wild on Instagram and Twitter. I'm J.Maceo Music all across the board. And we also have a Facebook group you can join. It's called Star Seed uh, Central. Star Seed Central. You can find it on our website now. I updated the website. Now it's on the website. So you can join us easily. Uh, you can share memes, suggest articles, and interact with us directly. You can get on YouTube where you can uh, get cosmic news, uh, interview videos, and the the insights I have of a cosmic variety. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of cosmic insights there is an app you can download wisdom where we can actually find his cosmic in insights early so you actually Ooh. get it live as we do it Ooh. on fridays nice yeah also uh if you want to support the show you can tip us on anchor uh find us at a cosmic oh. anchor.fm slash a cosmic dirty pod slash support support you can support us so rate share subscribe be sure to do that as well do that I think that's everything for today. So as always, thank you for listening and Godspeed, Starseed. Star <laughs>